Welcome to the new sound of online radio. Welcome to the sound of Universal Broadcasting Network. passionate about telling stories of amazing women who are rocking the world and empowering women to live, love, and thrive. Here's your host, Katherine Gray. Hi, welcome, welcome to Live, Love, Thrive Women's Empowerment Hour, brought to you by 360karma.com. We hope that you are uh, engaging us with your uh, women's empowerment uh, conversation over on our Facebook page, and of course, following us on uh, social media in uh, Instagram and Twitter at my360karma. Today, as always, we have on an amazing guest. She's doing extraordinary work in the world. Not only is she a celebrated author and also a psychologist, but she also does horse breeding and is the, co is the founder of Women Connect for Good. Please give a warm welcome to Dr. Nancy O'Reilly. Hi, how are you? Thank you. Good, Good to, to have here, you Catherine. here. That's you know, I always, I always find with uh, successful women, uh, they always are doing like 10 different things. Like I had that whole laundry list of everything that you're doing, so. Uh, yeah, we, we don't want to get bored. Never a dull moment. Ne never, never get bored. No, always, always keep moving. Keep those balls going. So I actually want to talk about all of those things. I want to talk about your books. I want to talk about uh, being a, a psychologist. I want, sure. And, and and I want to talk about the work you do with disaster relief, and I want to talk about your horse breeding and about your nonprofit called. Women Connect for Good. Wow. Okay. Um, and hopefully we can fit all that in today. Exciting. But I, I think what people always like to hear is, you know, what was your journey to doing all these things that you do today? Yeah. And uh, we talked about you were born in the South. Absolutely. Atlanta. Yeah. Atlanta. I'm a southern girl. Right, right. And then grew up in Virginia where I was born. Right. Yep. So we're, we're Southern girls. We're we were neighbors, didn't even know it. <laughs> exactly. Um, and boy, you know, it's so interesting. Uh, the culture of growing up in the South, isn't it, to being out here in Los Angeles? Because yeah, yeah. I find that my friends out here didn't have the same, uh, you know, experiences growing up as we did in the South with yeah. all the integration and things like that. Have you seen the new movie Black Klansman? No, I haven't seen it. No. no. Wow, that's a powerful movie. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I, it made me think of, uh, you know, what's transpired since my childhood growing yeah. up in the South. Yeah. And, well, I, yeah. of course, growing up in the South, yeah, we, we saw many, many changes. And, of course, living in Virginia, I, I was uh, in Washington. My backyard was Washington, D.C., so, mm -hmm. of course, I saw so many, so many, so many things occurring. Uh, integration. Yes. Schools. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, mean I, I, I think that was the exciting part, growing up in that part of the world, mm -hmm. is back, because we were living history. We were watching yes. history. And so, for me... Um, I, I valued those those times I did live in Virginia and Washington D.C. and was a you know watch people picket. I was you know I watched people in front of the White House. I mean, yeah. no, it was an exciting time. Yeah, and still exciting. It is still exciting, especially in the arena of women's empowerment. Oh yeah, and I know that we uh, uh, met through uh, Take the Lead Women. Yeah. So I definitely want to talk about that because. Um, Everything happening today, and I brought up that movie for that reason, it's about, um, you know, people getting behind things they really believe in, no matter which side they're on, obviously. Yeah. And um, 
we, uh, of course, are on the side of, you know, empowering women and how do we expedite that? Yeah. Yeah. And, and so growing up, uh, moving from there, going to school in Missouri and eventually coming out here to L.A. after you had a, uh, a divorce, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Do you think having that divorce and perpetuating yourself to move and start a new life made you stronger and bolder? Sure. Um, You know, I I never really changed what I was doing. I was still Mm -hmm. a psychologist. I was still an author. I was still doing speaking. I think what happened was getting a divorce just allowed me to use my voice even more so. Right. I think the empowerment came from truly uh, realizing who I was, what I had, and that finding that voice again and understanding that importance. Do you think a lot of women in marriages, uh, especially in that time frame, you know, when we were growing up, um, I'm not trying to date us, but (laughs) but in our generation, (laughs) uh, (laughs) uh, that they did feel held back uh, or or their voices a little bit stifled, more so than today? Well, when I was... I I think that still it goes back to the very beginning. You know, again, being a female... Uh, getting going through higher the higher university and even working my master's and my doctorate, uh, there were many women that did not encourage me. In fact, they discouraged me. They would, uh, I had children when I was going to school, and they'd say, "Well, what about your family?" Mm-hmm. So it wasn't it wasn't encouraging. It wasn't empowering. It was more like, "Who do you think you are?" Right. And and that was very just that was disappointing. Right. Because some of the people I really wanted and needed their support, I didn't find it. Right. And even in my own family at times, because yeah. again, I was moving out of that typical role model mm-hmm. of mother takes care of children and takes care of the family, and I was going to school and I was getting I was working on my career. Right. I was still a good mother. Yes, of course. Uh, you know, it, t- it does take two parents. They had a good father. So, right. So uh, I think the most important thing was is that. Uh, you know, finding the women, and that's what ha- that's really what this journey has also been about, is finding other women who felt the same way, same way I did right. and do, yeah. and finding that support and that community that we continue to use our voices to change the world for good. Yeah, it is exciting when you get a group of really uh, powerful, influential, driven women oh, yeah. together. Oh, yeah. It's like, boy, magic happens, <laughs> right? It is. It's watch exciting. Out. Yeah, watch out. <laughs> and I think I would say that in the USA Today, watch out because here we come we're unstoppable we're fired up and we're empowered and there's no turning back yeah and uh even though when we look back on you know what women went through to even have the right to vote or get a credit card for god's sake uh that that was not that long ago so in that respect we've come a long way but you know what we still need to fix is how many women are at the top in decision-making roles, um, earning the same money. Um, And people don't realize, I think some people, that it's not about filling quotas. It's about making sure that all the brain power and all the great attributes that women bring to the table are being represented in every industry because otherwise the world is missing out. Well, you know, and again, the the book you're gonna we're gonna talk about that in a minute, but it's called "We're in This Together." Mm-hmm. It's gonna take us all, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, you know, we're, we need our male allies, we need our male advocates just Absolutely. as much, but we all have to find a way to connect and support one another. Mm-hmm. And and again, I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna I'm not gonna be shy here because there's no reason to be shy. But I think the most important thing 
is women have to support each other. Mm -hmm. First, they have to support themselves and feel they deserve that support. Mm -hmm. They deserve that um, connection and, and to have a good life and to use those talents and use that voice, but then to turn around and support another woman as well. And is that part of the psychology of your books? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And you have four books. Yes. Let's talk about all of them. Okay. Yeah. So the first one that you did. Well, you know, the Timeless Women Speak, Feeling Useful at Any Age, base was really based on how I was feeling myself mm -hmm. about as I was getting older. Right. That I was feeling less, I, I felt like I was invisible. Yeah. And so I wanted to see how other women felt as they were growing older in our society about growing older, period. Yeah. And it was interesting to find out that many women, as they were growing older, well, not only f felt invisible, felt they weren't as valued because we buy 85% of products and services in the United States. Mm -hmm. But I don't know about you, but over and over again, we see a product that if we use it for seven days, we're going to lose 10 years. Yeah. So the market drives women to compare themselves not only to impossible measures, right. what we see on in magazine stands, what we see on, on TV ads. Uh, but Timeless Women Speak was really asking women from ages 20 to 80 plus years, how they felt about growing older in right. our society and how they felt about being in our society. And it is really true that women impact more than 85% of the buying decisions, yeah. whether it's for them or their kids or their husband or whatever. So it's an important uh, target for businesses to pay attention to yeah. and cater to. And, and why aren't we why aren't we running the market if we exactly. if we're the buyers of all these products and services? Right. So again, and, be, and at being at the decision making table of what goes into the products, yeah. the ads, the yeah. movies, yeah. the cars. You know, why don't we have an input in that? Because we're not at those positions of influence yeah. in the way that we need to be. Absolutely. But I I, I know it's coming. It's coming because of. Um, Entities like Take the Lead. Let's talk about that for a minute. Sure. Sidetrack and talk about. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Uh, I'm, I'm on the board for uh, the Take the Lead Women in Good for uh, you. California uh, for the Hollywood and uh, TV and film industry um, with Tabby Biddle and Elisa Parker. And um, I know that what we did was select 50 women that were. Um, they were nominated in, by other women. Yes, that are prominent in this Hollywood industry, in TV and film. And you guys are training them, you as the president of that board, you all are putting them through training to help them to go back into those uh, companies and help um, more quickly lift women up into those positions, yeah. right? Well, I just mentioned magazines. Mm -hmm. I mentioned ads. I don't know about you. You're standing in the grocery line waiting to get your groceries, and you're reading magazine after magazine, and it's all this stuff. And a lot of that stuff makes you feel guilty. Mm -hmm. A lot of that stuff makes you depressed. Mm -hmm. So what we want to do, take the lead, is to create equal gender parity for women in, as far as leadership in our country by the year 2025. And that's in every industry, right? In every industry. Right, so we're focused on, with my board, the TV and film, but you guys are but, focused but you, on all the industries, science, this, technology. But, yes, but yeah. this cohort of media and entertainment is key. Yes, it I is. I see it as a foundation because mm -hmm. what we read, what we see, I'm a big and what we hear impacts us every single day. Yes, all and over it, the world. And until we have things that are out there that boys see, girls see, men see, women see, that 
creates that equality and that gender specific uh, connection, we're, we're not going to we're not going to get very far, you very know, fast. I just heard on TV the other day. This was laughable. It said, "Oh, uh, they've increased the number of women directors in Hollywood this past year by forty percent." Oh, that sounds great, right? They go now. There's eight percent of female directors. Well, hello. We can't wait till there's. 50% yeah. or more yeah. wow. that represents the population. And then you're going to be seeing content in movies and on television that better represents what's what what needs to be the content. Right. Absolutely. Until you have a woman's perspective of writing, producing, directing, the, the messaging is not going to change. Yeah. It's and, geared and, toward men. And, and what they see, they don't have to, they can't, cannot measure up to. Right. These are going to be things that women and girls, boys see that go, hey, that's, that feels like me. That looks like me. I can be like that person. I have that opportunity. And I think that's what it is. We want to make everybody's got to feel better about themselves. Right. And we can only do that by what we see, what we hear and what we listen to. Right. And then the culture was that women were made to feel that way, subservient and sure. like they couldn't do anything. They couldn't be a director or writer or whatever. And hopefully things like Take the Lead are showing young women that uh, these things are possible and that the, there are women in the industry that are there to mentor and help yeah. them. And I think that's, that's the, huge. The, the women that we are training mm -hmm. and, and educating are very, very excited. But every now and then, one will stand up and go, what do I do about that mean woman? Mm -hmm. What do I do about that woman who's, who's not supporting what do I do about her? Yeah. And that's what we don't want to hear anymore. That's right. what Take the Lead's about. Okay, so you're a psychologist. What do you say to that woman? That mean woman? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I well, put you on the spot there. Uh, well, uh, you know, slap again, no. you know, no, no. Yeah, it's, not about, it's not about slapping. I'm it's kidding. really yeah. about, again, yeah. speaking your mind. Yes. You know, speaking always have manners. But, you know, if you can't work with someone and, and they don't understand uh, you know how to behave in a respectful fashion. You go around them. Mm -hmm. I don't. I you know I'm looking for women that I can work with. I'm I looking like for that. women that want to share that vision with me. Right. Who want to develop that community right. of women, like-minded women, who want to make a difference. You know, there's a saying. Uh, I follow someone named Andrea Quinn who I just love, and she says, "If they're not your people, just move on and find your people." Yeah. And so, if that woman is not your people. Like you said, go around her and find one that is. Yeah, yeah. Because there will always be people that are your people that want to collaborate and see you do Absolutely. well. And so find them and stop trying to make that person who's not your people your yeah. people. Yeah. yeah. You know, They're well, never going to help you. you You're never going to change But you can them. always ask that woman something very, yeah. very interesting. You go, how can I help you? Mm -hmm. It's oh, amazing like what you that. can do when someone who's giving you a hard time mm -hmm. or is trying to bully or maneuver you in some way and some negative. Say, well, you know, well, so-and-so. How can I help you? Right. It's it, it just changes the, the game plan. Right. And we, of course, women aren't very good at not only asking for help, but giving help. And if enough people also go around that woman, she might start feeling isolated and say, oh, wait a minute. I want to be part of the movement, yeah. not against the movement. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's surprising the number of women who have excelled in uh, major corporations who haven't necessarily helped to bring other women along with right. them. They want to be the only woman in the room sometimes. Uh, uh, yeah. But again, I think that's lack of training and understanding on their part. Right, right. And realizing it will only help them to bring more women into Absolutely. the room. Absolutely. First the of all, karma. <laughs> more the better. Yeah. Uh, so that was your first book. And I think a lot of people identify with what you're saying uh, as 
people get older, they do feel sometimes less relevant, uh, especially when they're trying to get a job, which is why more and more women, I think, in their later life are starting businesses and companies yeah, and nonprofits, and, you know, <clears throat> which is great. And we have to get behind those entrepreneurs yeah. um, and help one another, be mentors to one another. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so your second book, uh, let's talk about that. Which one? Uh, what's the second one? The, uh, uh, it's the power two. The power. All the books are about empowerment. Okay. Let's let's and talk then, about the last two because I think those are yes, the ones we really most, really want to talk most about. Most recent. Leading okay. women, and that's still that's still very popular. It's actually doing quite well yeah. in the marketplace. Leading women: How twenty women support each other in li- business, living, and life. It's about women. This these are stories about women who actually do something very very important. They support other women. I love that. And these are women that, that are mentoring and making a difference in this world, in their in their business and in all their practices. And I think leading women has been, well, Gloria Felt, who's the president, uh, the founder of Take the Lead, is in the book. Mm-hmm. But it's the power to learning to share and to mentor and to support one another. But these, these are 20 women that were selected specifically for that reason, mm-hmm. because their story is all about them helping other women. Right. And she was the past president of Planned Parenthood, right? Yes. And so then she yes. got into starting this organization um, that you're on the board. And yeah, what a great what a great mission they have. Oh, yeah. And there's there's many organizations out there now popping up and people just need to participate in something. Yeah. Be don't sit on the sidelines. Get in and and participate in something mm-hmm. that's helping propel women forward yeah. right well it's about collaboration mm-hmm. it's about i mean it's more fun yeah yeah isn't this more fun oh totally you were yeah. on my 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 pot my radio show now yeah. i'm on yours i mean yeah. but it really is it's more fun when we can can really collaborate and yeah. then we bring other people on board yes and there's always something positive that comes yeah. from that. And this is a piece of history that's unraveling right now. Are you going to be a part of it or are you not? And so this is an amazing opportunity for women to take part in yeah. uh, help, not only helping to change the culture for women, uh, this is honestly helping save the planet. Oh, yeah. No, no. Every every time we yeah. develop something, I mean, it's about making the world a better place. Absolutely. And That's there, there, the, yeah. the next generation's coming and the generation after that. And we want to leave it in a good place. But we have to take, yeah. it's going to take us all. Yes. I want to digress for a second and talk about that you are a big advocate of uh, horse breeding. Yeah, and how did you get into that, and how does that play into your it's not, well? It's whole not big horse breeding so much as horse riding. I, oh, oh, I, okay. I show horses and I drive horses. Yeah, um, but don't you have a horse breeding company? I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, okay. and I also breed horses. But yeah. um, no, actually, that was part of my own empowerment. Oh, I love that. Uh, a good friend of mine took me to the barn. I was, as I said, going through a a pretty pretty serious divorce, a, a yeah. long time marriage, and she took me to the barn. And uh, it didn't take long for me to fall in love with horses. Mm. So horses showing so this happened horses. later in life. It happened Your later love. in life. Oh. I didn't start riding till two. Th- I bought my first horse in 2012. Ah. So that's the other thing. Women can do anything. Yeah. Get past your fears. Yeah. And uh, so I started showing in 2014. And then after that, just kept going. So just bought a ranch, have horses on it. That's uh, exciting. going to continue to breed. I've got two stallions. But I think the most important thing, women especially in this community, we support each other. 
Yeah, but I love that um, you found something that was healing to you. I've heard Absolutely. amazing things about uh, animals and specifically horses with um, even children like with autism yeah. and uh, different disabilities and um, how healing that is. Yeah, equine therapy is fa- fantastic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I want to use my horses for women's leadership too. Oh, oh There's something gosh, that's very that. amazing that when yeah. women do get around and touch, feed, uh, you know, groom a horse, it builds a tremendous amount of confidence. It's amazing to me the number of people that are afraid of horses. But yeah. They're just great big babies. Right, right. But they're large babies. But uh, now yeah. the horses have changed my life and so and saved me in so many yeah. ways. Yeah. I think um, animals, uh, horses, dogs, cats, whatever, um, are just something that people need in their lives yeah. to feel... Um, there's some special healing and love and connection that is different than the human behavior, yeah. right? Yeah. They're just magical. I know when we walk in our door and our dog is jumping and they so happy ask, to see us. They don't us. ask questions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, just always, never a day comes in that, we, you know, we walk in and it's not hap- she's not happy to see us. And, yeah. uh, uh and and at the times I come in the door and she's at the you know at the, at the groomer or something and I'm be like oh my god I feel the energy change in the room mm-hmm. when she's not there it's a a lack of that energy that, a bright light yeah yeah bright light so that's what the horses um, bring to you yeah and you want to have help, use that to help other people as well absolutely and I think it's cool that you found that later in life like it's never too late to discover like new adventures and there's new chapters for all of us i mean that's what makes life exciting and i think that's something that women have to get over is that you don't have to put the dumpy clothes on and the funny shoes but you can keep going your your chapter over and over reinventing yourself i expect probably to reinvent myself at least several more times before this is all over you know in la one thing i love about it here is i constantly meet women in their 80s and 90s who are still rocking it and they are such an inspiration because it lets us all know that we can be making a difference and having a good time yeah. and living life to its fullest to the very end. Absolutely. It's like we don't have to stop at 50 or 60. We're, we're just getting started. Well, there, there's, a, there's an article that just came out, and it says women who ride horses live 15 years longer than the wow. women that don't. So you better start. I better start. You better get on a horse. Yeah. And, and you know what? It's interesting you say that. I have this one great aunt who uh, rode horses till she was in her 90s. Well, I expect you're uh, riding that long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, she lived to 100. Yeah. So I... I there I believe you go. what you're telling me. Uh, I've got a proof. horse I can sell you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> a beautiful one. Yeah, I bet you do. I do. I know that horse you rode in on, right? <laughs> we left it just outside the studio. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, well, anyway, so great having you on Thank today. You. Thank you for all you're doing to give back. Uh, I will close with talking about Women for Good because I know that's your nonprofit you started. Mm-hmm. And um, in that way, you're also giving back to help other nonprofits, right? Um, pro- yes, I have. Yeah. Yeah. And I, wa- I want to change the term nonprofit to social profit. Oh, okay. Uh, I, think, I think we need to change that terminology because really, what would we do without the social profit organizations that exist in our community? Yeah. And Women Connect for Good is very, very simple. Mm-hmm. It's women supporting the mission, the dreams, and the aspirations of other women. Uh, women Connect for Good is a, is a major partner of Take the Lead. 
And uh, if people want to look it up, it's women connect and then the number four good dot right. org. Love it. Yeah. Well, you're doing amazing work. Keep doing it. Thank, Thank you, you for being on the show today. Thank I really you. appreciate Thank you sharing you. all of your story Thank with you so us much. and inspiring well, I'm, us. I'm, what you're doing is amazing. So thanks Thank for everything that you do. Thank you. Well, we will be back next week. And uh, we just p- hope that you'll get off the sidelines, get into the game, and start making a difference and belong to an organization so that you're part of this uh, history in the making. It's a very exciting time to be a woman. All right. See you next week, Wednesdays at noon. Take care. Hugs and happiness.